And welcome back. Day one. Coming up to coming to a, a close here at the Association for Mineral Exploration Roundup Conference 2020. And my final interview of the day, uh, inter- introducing a new guest to the show. That's Cooper Quinn. He is the president of Osprey Gold. Osprey Gold trades on the TSX Venture with the symbol OS and also on the OTC QB market uh, for us fellow Yankees. As, uh, the symbol is OSSPF. Uh, Cooper, you are a Yankee. You are uh, a lower 48 kind of man uh, transplanted up here. I am. I'm uh, from about nine hours from uh, where you're currently located. But, and it's, you know, grew up in Jackson, Wyoming. And I think that's kind of what drove me into geology at the end of the day was grow up outside looking at rocks. And then it turns out you can do that for a living. Did you, did you do your uh, geology degree in the U.S. or did you do it in Canada? I, I did that up here in Canada. I went to uh, Simon Fraser University and, uh, you know, I'll be honest, I picked a school based on location more than anything and didn't really know what I was going to do and then started taking earth science classes and really loved it and then came to Roundup one year and uh, got a job in the beer line, uh, (laughs) offered a job right in the beer line at BC night, which is tonight, and uh, that was... over a decade and a half ago now, and still working in the industry. So you can go to BC night tonight just to old times, maybe sling some beers? Yeah, go and play some students. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's talk about Osprey Gold because it, it's, 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 I, I was having this conversation with Jeff Wilson, but there's been a lot of companies in 2018, 2019, when times were really tough. A lot of smarter executives said, you know, we, it's going to be hard for us to raise money. We can't develop, so we got to take a step back and maybe put a pause. And that's really kind of seems like what Osprey was doing, but now you you guys are back up and kicking. Tell us about Goldenville and why it's such an important land package for you. Yeah, you know, I think it was a, it was a tough time there certainly, and then we saw maybe the market was uh, was hopefully starting to turn there, and uh, so we brought in brought some capital in the door and thought that was a really good time to deploy that, and we'd done a couple of works, a couple of years of cheaper exploration work on the ground to generate the drill targets at Goldenville there, and that is really kind of our our main cornerstone asset. Um, so working there right now to expand, uh, we've got a resource there, 43101 compliant resource of uh, a little under 450,000 ounces. So working to expand that. And then uh, as well, I think one of the things I'm excited about with my background in exploration geology is a target that we're drilling about three and a half kilometers to the west of Goldenville on the same property package called Mitchell Lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's where, you know, if we can start to show uh, people that Know, there's more than one of these things that would uh, be significant. Well, it, it, a lot of people hate to play the location card, but the location card is pretty applicable. And with the news from Atlantic Gold uh, selling their project to St. Barbara because it, it, it's right there. Yeah, totally. I mean, and the, the geography of that is certainly not lost on us. Um, and I think really they'd had a couple cool paradigm shifts for that region out there you know it's an old region there mining started there in the 1860s but really there hasn't been a ton of modern stuff and Atlantic shows that these deposits work in a modern context in a modern setting with modern mining methods Um, and so that was a bit of a validation that buyout was a bit of validation for that I think for the model Um, and yeah so we've got projects kind of We've got a total of five projects in and around uh, all of theirs. Yeah, and you've been very careful with spending money, obviously. You know, but you've been doing—you've still been executing using some creative ways. 
Yeah, I think we run uh, we run a super tight ship, and um, you know try to really keep that burn to uh, to a bare minimum when, especially when we're not doing a lot of work on the ground, and then staffing up heavily when we need to do that, and spending those dollars very strategically. It's a great place, and that, you know one of the reasons we're in Nova Scotia to begin with is because our dollars go a long way there. Um, and I think that's a, a benefit to us as a company. You know, we can drive to every single one of our projects, most of them on a paved road, and that just keeps all of our costs down uh, significantly. So our dollars go a long ways. So you've got a little bit of a drill program going on right now. Looks like uh, yeah, is we're it doing two thousand meters. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing two thousand meters. About fifteen hundred of that is around, in and around uh, the Goldenville resource itself, and then. Uh, 500 meters of that and about three holes is over at uh, Mitchell Lake, that, Mitchell that new Lake. target I discovered. And I think that's, again, that's really exciting for us. You know, growing the resource at Goldenville is important, but uh, Mitchell Lake's exciting. And, you know, it's uh, the, the, the anecdote I like to use is that, you know, everyone talks about how Atlantic Gold came out and, you know, they're mining this disseminated mineralization and this is you know, the, the latest and greatest. But there's a, there's a report I love to kind of cite from 1908 that there's a... The disseminated gold at Mitchell Lake was forecast to be the mainstay of mining in uh, in Nova Scotia. Oh, really? Going ahead, nineteen oh eight. Yeah, and I mean, I think that guy was right, but I think he was a little <laughs> bit ahead of the time, ahead of the curve. <laughs> so a lot of this is—it's all near surface mineralization, right? I mean, it, do you see any need to maybe go deeper? <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of these deposits in Nova Scotia, there's nothing's been drilled over like probably three hundred meters ever on them, um, and. There are some a- analogs to the Bendigo uh, district in Australia, which goes down to about 1,200 meters, and Nova Scotia has just never been tested at depth. That's not our primary goal. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, I think, ultimately, St. Barbara's got a lot of uh, underground mining experience. I-, I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route eventually. Um, but right now, we're focused on near-surface mineralization, just because I think there's so much low-hanging fruit left in the near-surface environment in Nova Scotia that kind of why bother going deep if we can drill off ounces near surface and you potentially add ounces pretty quickly exactly and and again in fairly cheap fashion with shorter holes mm. than longer holes yeah. um so drill results it sounds like drilling's about complete if not already complete we could be seeing drill results soon yeah uh i think we'll see results quite soon uh, just waiting on you know shipments have gone to the lab and just waiting yeah. ba- waiting to hear back uh get some excel spreadsheets with numbers in them and get those out to the market uh, as soon as we can there but uh yeah pretty excited to see the numbers you know we spent a long time working on the targeting and uh it's one thing to look at the drill core but then it's a whole other thing to look at the numbers so. yeah yeah uh cooper i did want to ask you it, you're in a pretty unique situation because you're you're pretty young and uh, obviously, we love this industry for some reason or another. <laughs> but you know, I continue to have this question. You know, how do we continue to welcome new, younger people, bring in investment dollars here, and uh, how do we sway them to make them understand that junior mining is a great place to have value for their own portfolios? Totally. I mean, I think that's the huge challenge facing us, whether it's this year or 10 years from now, because if you go to a lot of these investment conferences, you can look around the room and um, there's a lot of gray and bald heads. And ultimately, those people are going to age out of uh, speculative stocks like this and our air quotes generation. This isn't really an industry that's on their radar screen um, for investment. And, you know, I think they're... 
our generations learning about kind of some of these more speculative industries through things like the cannabis industry and stuff like that and seeing the returns that they get there and then some of them I think will start to see A, I need to diversify my portfolio and B, this is another industry that can deliver spectacular returns and is. Uh, present company excluded, full of wonderful people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do we need? Do we? Do you think we just need a case of FOMO? I mean, do you think? You think it's like <clears throat> we need like a big run up in precious metals or base metal or you know, yeah. the whole sector just making a giant move up as people would like it to? I mean, <laughs> I'd be remiss if I would said I don't think a giant bull market run would really help. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I think I think. I mean, then we see that uh, that's, I think, what happened with weed and crypto as well, is people feel they have to be invested in these things because they are running, and so that would help. Um, and I think, really, we need to do a better job of, uh, of educating people about the mining industry, what modern mining means over historic mining, you know, modern mining practices, um, everything from, you know, we're seeing a lot more talk about CSR and stuff like that, and I think that's really beneficial for us as, a, as an industry as a whole, to just get out there and educate people that... Um, there's a great group in Nova Scotia, the Mining Association in Nova Scotia, and one of their taglines is, not your grandfather's mining industry. And, you know, part of that's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but it's, we're no longer leaving mercury just out laying around in the tundra kind of thing. It's, it's modern mining, and it drives our entire day-to-day -day life, whether you're riding, driving a car, using your cell phone, taking the bus, like any of these things require mining. And, um, so people are using products of mining every single day, but maybe aren't either see, maybe see mining as a negative or just don't understand that I could be investing in that. And you know, if we look at things like electrification, what's that going to take? Huge amounts of mining. And so that's an opportunity for people. Cooper, it's good to uh, have you on the show. And uh, I hope a number of our listeners do take a minute and go back and uh, revisit Osprey Gold if you haven't done so already. Osprey trades on the TSXV with the symbol OS and also on the OTCQB market in the United States with OSSPF. We'll talk to you again soon, Cooper. Thanks a lot, Trevor.